Hello, welcome to the unofficial IMDb Top Movie Review Podcast. I am your host, Kyle. And I am Joe. <clears throat> and sorry, it <clears throat> has been a while since our last podcast. Been a lot going on with both of us. Went on trip, a lot for school work for me. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we went out to... So we currently live in Idaho, but uh, went on a trip out to the Oregon coast and... And I've been working a lot, so we've been we've been both been pretty busy. Yeah, it's been a lot going on. So hopefully, <clears throat> hopefully we can start back and get in the groove of things. Uh, and and <clears throat> for you, those who don't know what movie we're doing, it should be on the on on the title. But we're doing Batman: The Dark Knight. Yes. Um... It's just called The Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it, yeah, The Dark Knight, but it's a Batman movie. Yes, yeah, so. directed by Christopher <laughs> Nolan. Um, came out in 2008, and it currently has a 9.0 as of this recording on IMDb, and it's number four? Four, four yeah. Four um, on the top 100. Um, and um, it was written, Jonathan Nolan, so Christopher <laughs> Nolan's brother is actually credited as the head writer. Him, yeah. and, him and... But Jonathan's first, so I don't think nice. that makes much difference. But <clears throat> I think it's fair to say, so both of us had seen this movie previously. Yep. When it first came out, right? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I saw it probably, when did it come out? 2008? Yeah. I saw it about like a year after it came out, probably. Yeah. Maybe a little less. And I'm sure I saw it in theaters. <laughs> um, and uh, both of us, I think it's fair to say, are big Christopher Nolan fans. Yes, very big Christopher Nolan fans. Um, he's one of my favorite, probably my favorite, like blockbuster director. Um, like him and Scorsese, or I'm, I'm fans of both of theirs. Um, but definitely, when it comes to like high budget, like you know, hundreds of millions of dollar budgets, uh, <coughs> Nolan is up there as one of my favorites. Yeah. Um... And maybe maybe we should just start with something controversial about the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is number four on IMDb. I wouldn't even say this is number four best Christopher Nolan movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I <clears throat> and I would say that I would actually say that very confidently. I don't even know if maybe five, but even five, I think, is pushing it for me. <clears throat> um. Well, I'm trying to think. I'm trying. I'm trying to. Uh go through all the Nolan's movies because I, it's easier for me to go from the bottom than from the top of his movies. Um, I would, I would say the, uh, third Batman dark Knight rises to me is probably his worst. Yeah, for sure. And then probably, probably insomnia is next. It's not bad for my remember, but it's kind of boring. And then probably this movie, right? Well, mate, what is, do you think the first one is worse than this? Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I I like it first. So yeah. So then probably had uh, Batman Begins and then, and then this one. Yeah, and, and the weird thing is, I mean, for how critically acclaimed the Batman movies are, I I feel like they're about his worst movies. And and again, yeah, the last one, uh, what, what's Dark it called? Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, don't like it all. No. Um, <clears throat> but 
this one definitely has good stuff about it and same as batman begins the first one is has some good stuff uh this one the better thing about this one that batman begins is batman begins has a lot of like goofy one-liners that this one kind of took out a little more it kind of has goofiness but it's it took it out a little well, more well and that's why i think i was gonna start <laughs> because the reason i brought up how big a fan of nolan i was i it's hard for me to discuss this movie because i haven't seen this in a while and i had a lot of mixed feelings about it yeah um, but i want this this movie i i i'm gonna say i really like it but i feel like <laughs> the reason it holds its place on the top 100 which i don't think it'll hold forever um well you know when this movie gets 40 50 years old yeah um, but um, i think i think view the the reason it's as big as it is or or claimed as it is is um it has to be viewed in context of superhero films at the time because i mean he took it to a completely different level of like a serious director who was a good director taking and making an actually like good serious movie um this was the first time this had happened but i was surprised at how goofy it was because man there was parts um the one part i think that was probably the worst in my mind um was that courtroom scene with uh aaron eckhart oh, i forgot his um character's name two-face whatever his real name is harvey dent yeah harvey dent um <clears throat> in the courtroom and he's talking to all the gangsters which all the gangsters in the movies act like cartoon characters yeah and uh and he's like berating the guy on the stand and and then the guy just pulls a gun randomly and he like it's this awkward scene where he like grabs the gun and then he's like you should buy american and then everybody starts clapping and yeah and it's just so like over the top ridiculous that uh and i kind of understand i think where Nolan's coming from with it's supposed to be a comic book world so we have evil gangsters and stuff but that the contrast between that and um heath ledger's performance and and his whole character is so stark that it becomes weird like because i feel like i'm switching from like a fantastic character and and draw to like a goofy superhero film i guess i don't know yeah i think i i think that's basically what i thought is <clears throat> for the time obviously it was good but i, I will even say honestly that when i first saw it <clears throat> i thought it was overrated because i remember people just talking about how good it was and i when i first saw it i remember thinking yeah it's like pretty good like i i enjoy it but <clears throat> i didn't in no way thought it was this like fantastic film um and and honestly when i was watching it i was a little bored in part and some parts I would just kind of like, okay, like, can we, can we get on with this? And, <clears throat> and yeah, and I, I basically feel like what you did is what holds this movie up. And I feel like what everyone knows what holds this movie up is Joker. <clears throat> and it's his, his performance is, is amazing. And like you said, it, it's as if you put this amazing performance in a world that he doesn't fit. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> Because what he's saying, you know, I, I understand the story, although I'm in some ways I'm kind of tired of the Batman shtick, you know, the whole like people will go crazy and all. Mm -hmm. I've seen it a lot and I understand it's like new, so I can't I can't judge it like that. And so I'll judge it for his time. But <clears throat> but um, but the Joker 
I feel like was just so far above everyone else that, yeah, it, it was almost this awkward thing when he was, like, when he went down um, at the beginning with, like, the gangster and they're having that teleconference with mm-hmm. the, the Chinese guy. Um, that sounds like racist. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know his name. But <clears throat> he he was with all the people and, like, he was, like, arguing. And then the black guy, again, it's, like, racist. I don't know yeah. his name. But he <clears throat> he... He was like arguing. It, it, it's almost as if this really bad actor and goofy guy is like trying to act with like this really serious good actor, and it just seems so weird. Like, what's going on? Like, it, it's like, it, and that's the hard thing is in movies, and you see this like it's like when a good actor, for example, goes on a kid show or a kid movie. Well, they're good actors, but you have to change your acting because. If you go too good, it just seems goofy because you're, like, trying too hard. And that's what I almost feel with this movie. There's this, like, level change of... It's almost this goofiness that you're having too good of an actor with with people aren't good enough. And I feel like you feel that in the themes, too. Because I feel like the movie kind of flirts with, with really <clears throat> interesting, deep um, issues of, of, of moral dilemmas, right? Because the whole yeah. movie... And and I think he does a Nolan does a good job of mixing in Two Face and kind of having Two Face come in seamlessly of of Harvey Dent's character and the arc he takes and how it comes down to like basically the soul of Harvey Dent of is he going to go to the Batman side or is he going to go to the Joker side and and how <clears throat> Joker says this is his ace and ace in the hole his whole whole goal here is to turn Harvey Dent crazy and if he can do that then he'll win the soul of of um, Arkham. City, right? So I, I thought all of that was really well done, really well written. But and and I'm assuming you feel the same way. But um, <coughs> when you get to the kind of the big moral dilemma at the end of who's going to blow up which boat, yeah, it just doesn't. It, it just doesn't have the impact I think it would normally if Nolan wrote this movie in a non comedy world. Yeah, because if you if you look at something like Inception and the themes of implanting ideas and and. Uh, what is reality and all this stuff goes so perfectly and has this really, uh, to me at least, emotionally deep um, meaning and the and the character story all intertwined perfectly and everything's really <clears throat> very powerful when it gets to the ending and everything comes to conclusions that make sense and are powerful. And in this, I I feel like he's right on the edge of doing that, but I feel like he just can't quite rip himself from a comic book world. And so that scene you're talking about where he goes and um, and interrupts the business meeting with all the gangsters and the Asian guys on the TV, uh, it's a perfect example because, one, whoever that black guy is in the beginning who's like, enough of the clown or whatever. Um, isn't he a famous guy? I thought he was like an athlete or something. Um, I don't know. But I thought that's why he was so bad. But either way, <laughs> it's a... It's a you have that on an actor level, but at the same time you have it on a writing level because the scene starts by showing they have to walk through a metal detector and they have to leave their guns, right? Yeah. And then suddenly the Joker just walks in from a, a, a room in the back. And so I I don't know what happened to security. And I'm assuming you would say, you could argue like I killed him, I guess. But it's just weird where you're like, all these gangsters are coming in. You're assuming it's somewhat secure. 
And then he just talks, and they're all listening to him for some reason. They're all just like, well, let's hear him out. Like, what yeah. he say? Um, and then he gets away with the the uh, <clears throat> the um, grenades in his jacket. But then he leaves out another door. And again, not secured. Nobody's there. And nobody follows him. And and, and I and I feel like the whole thing is just like when you watch it, uh, Heath Ledger, um, I, because I'm assuming he created the character with Christopher Nolan. It didn't come like completely prepackaged for him. Uh, he just went... He he just completely outshone the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> completely. Uh. Uh. Yeah. So I I mean, there's things that I I think are so good in it, and especially the, like still the special effects in the movie hold up completely. Like if you watch that movie, beside the whatever the newest Marvel movie is, I I mean, there's very few scenes where it's very obvious that CGI is being used. Yeah. And, and which is crazy. <clears throat> yeah, and I. Yeah, and that's why I think it though <clears throat> the movie again, like we keep saying, is I, I yeah, I think it's it's already kind of outdated, and I think that's just kind of how superhero movies kind of <clears throat> kind of are. Because a lot of them are about action. That's part of the reason again, like as I said, and I remember like the first episode of this this whole podcast is <clears throat> I'm just not a huge fan of these Marvel movies. It's not that I dislike them. I just don't love them at all. They're they're just semi-entertaining. They're good enough. And I feel like this kind of got caught in the same thing with just somehow getting the performance of Joker in there. It'd be like if one of the Marvel movies ended up having a character like Joker that you're like, wow, this is like beyond good. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and, and so, yeah, I think just understanding at the time it, yeah for what it did superhero movies i mean i remember more batman begins the first one he that's what it's called batman begins right mm -hmm. okay i just want to make sure i'm not saying it wrong um <clears throat> i remember thinking when it first came out i i really liked that movie and so yeah at the time i think he did a really good job at <clears throat> creating this more serious world and everything but just a lot of the acting and then you even go to batman christian bale and, and christian bale is a great actor i mean i think he, he's really good but <clears throat> one the voice is just you know yeah that batman voice yeah like, oh. i'm batman yeah it's, it's hard to listen to yeah it just and it sounds so stupid like I, i'm like what is he doing it's not as bad as bane in the third one but like it, it's bad um <clears throat> and just christian bale Again, there's a lot of goofy stuff with him, like we talked about, and then the whole scene with uh, Morgan Freeman when the guy's like comes to him and basically says, "Oh, you guys are doing all this stuff," and he's gonna blackmail him, and he's like, "Oh, you want to blackmail someone?" Like it's just this weird thing, and I'm like, "So, so yeah, <coughs> that, 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 yeah, let's talk about the actors really quick because there's a lot. Yeah, of there's a actors. lot of good actors. Um, but um, Christian Bale and well, okay, so. Christian Bale, I think, is really good as, as Batman. I don't know why they decided on his voice being that way. It sounds bad. It's really obnoxious. Yeah. But he's good. Heath Ledger's like just uh, fantastic. I mean, and I don't know how. I don't know how he even decided on that voice because it's such a weird, unique. Yeah. Anyway, it's really cool though. Um. Uh. Then you have uh, whatever his name is. Um. Man, I'm trying to think of all the actors. Which one? Who's, who's the black guy? The uh, Morgan Freeman, yeah, Morgan Freeman. <clears throat> Morgan Freeman's in it, but Morgan Freeman is like 
<clears throat> I don't feel like he fits in the movie at all. Yeah, he's, he's just, just there weird. being Morgan Freeman. Yeah, because what's his character? Like, can you describe his character at all? <clears throat> I mean, like, like, I mean, if you, I, I guess when I think about it, I'm like, did Morgan Freeman ever ask like, what's my character's motivation? Yeah. He just showed up and said his lines of Morgan Freeman, <clears throat> and and so like you said that that scene where he's like, you're gonna try to blackmail Batman or something. The scene's fine. But the guy's kind of goofy, and then Morgan Freeman's just being himself, so there's no characters in the, the scene that are interesting or anything. Yeah. Aaron Eckhart, I think he does fine in the movie, but Aaron ha- Eckhart's not a great actor. Yeah. Um, uh, when he gets really passionate and is yelling sometimes, like when he's two-faced, and yeah. I'm kind of like, all right, Aaron Eckhart. And that's like kind of goofy when he like looks at first, and he's like eyes all weird. And I, it just, it's supposed to be like kind of creepy, but it almost is yeah. goofy. Wait, again, though, speaking of that... Um, that 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 CGI really <clears throat> yeah like it looks good I mean it doesn't look bad. it looks it good but it's like kind of goofy I I, yeah, I think yeah, it's the, more the like yeah I think yeah the giant eye and stuff I, again it's always that thing you're trying to mix we talk about a lot is you try to mix this comic book world with real world and it's just so hard because it's like at what level of goofiness like can you take seriously yeah um Michael Caine I think does well I mean he does, again he's just kind of playing himself yeah but, but at least I feel like he has character <clears> doing stuff. I'm still not buying that Michael Caine, even though he's the head butler, I'm still not buying him like he's he's walking around the party giving out champagne. I'm like, this guy would be in charge of everything. He wouldn't be actually out like cleaning. Yeah, he's whatever. too uh, yeah. regal. Yeah. Um, Maggie Gyllenhaal does well. I mean, I like Maggie Gyllenhaal. <coughs> I, I don't know if she's supposed to be attractive or not. but I'm Yeah, not well, that's it. That's the elephant in the room. Yeah. It's like you start with Katie Holmes, the first one, yeah. who's like attractive, pretty... And then it's like, I remember when I first saw it too, and I didn't even know. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, Maggie Gyllenhaal shows up, and I'm like, this isn't Katie Holmes. And and I'm like, what? I'm like, if you're going to replace, like, replace someone, like, attractive. And, yeah, I don't have anything problem with their acting, but it's, like, the whole point. I mean, this is just, like, with movies and stuff. The whole point is you have, like, this attractive person who that's what, like, why Harvey Dent likes her. It's all these things, but then all of a sudden you pick Maggie Gyllenhaal, who's, yeah, definitely not a bad actress, but it, it's like, get get someone, you could have picked someone else. Yeah, and and so, I mean, again, it's fine, but it's the, the, only, the only reason to me it's weird is because of the precedent set by the first movie. Yeah. Because, like, if, I ju- if it was just this movie, they don't really <clears throat> talk about supposed to be in this knockout attractive lady yeah. i mean obviously he's attracted to her but i mean that's i mean that doesn't that doesn't make mean anything um but anyway it's just kind of well it's, it's like if she would have been in the first movie yeah, i think we would have just been like whatever but it's just yeah you yeah. you can't you can't like start what i'm saying is i'm okay with her. i'm not saying she can't yeah it's just more um, of yeah but so and ultimately what i was trying to lead to with this um gary oldman's in it and yeah, gary yeah. oldman's a really good actor but Gary Oldman, I feel like, I feel like he did the opposite of what Heath Ledger does. Where I feel like Gary Oldman is leaning into the comic book world, where his acting in this movie isn't that great. It's sometimes over the top. It's sometimes, um, it, kind of like what you talked about with the kids show, right? Yeah. You, you, I think actors adapt to what they're trying to do, uh, and that there's a scene between, um. Uh, Gordon and uh, Dent when they're on the roof waiting for Batman and they're like yelling at each other and 
<clears throat> it's kind of some clunky exposition, which is you know a trademark of Nolan's. But but <clears throat> but the acting is just not great in that scene, and it's because I, I think it's because one, Aaron Eckhart's not a great actor, but then Gary Oldman I feel like is playing off Aaron Eckhart, and yeah. he's trying to play at that level of like this is a comic book world. I'm a we're waiting for a superhero. We're you know we're we're not living in the real serious world. And so when Batman shows up, that scene gets even <clears throat> goofier because. Now there's a guy in this weird yeah. costume who's speaking like an idiot, yeah. and then he like disappears, and then Aaron Eckhart's like, "Where'd he go?" And then he yeah, reports, like, like he does that or something. <laughs> and I'm like, this whole scene sucks. Like, uh, but I think, but I don't think it's Gary Oldman's fault because I think he's a really good actor. But I think it's, I think, I think it's the where Oldman is taking the character versus when you look at Heath Ledger and. Compare that to the scene in, um, you know, the 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 uh, interrogation room where you have a guy dressed like a clown and a guy dressed like a, a stupid bat. But that scene's like so good, like that scene is so good. Um, yeah. And and it's because those two actors are taking it very seriously and leaning into it as a, as a real like yeah. like Heath Ledger. I feel like is really trying to embody the spirit of of chaos. Like he's trying to be this person who's like. I'm not crazy. I'm just like he says. I'm ahead of the curve of, yeah. of, of finding things where you're just not getting that um, that passion from Eckhart and yeah. Oldman. <clears throat> you know, yeah, and I think I think that's again we keep saying, and I, I do think that's kind of the biggest downfall. Of the movie is <clears throat> it's almost like it's not sure if it wants to be a serious movie or a comic book movie because unlike <clears throat> unlike other superhero movies. Where you're looking at like supernatural things, like with you know superpowers, <clears throat> Batman, you don't have to do that. I mean, Batman, there are no superpowers. Obviously, he lives in the DC world, so technically superpowers exist. But in Gotham City, <clears throat> there aren't the superpowers. I mean, they have gadgets and stuff, and you can say, well, it's over the top. But <clears throat> but I feel, yeah, it's it's almost as if Christopher Nolan, which again is why for the time it was so good. <clears throat> it's like he pushed this thing of more realistic and more serious but still like kept the comic book world in there which i think was just a mistake i i think <clears throat> i think he should have just basically kicked the comic book world out of it and say we're gonna kind of do the same thing but but just make it more serious and and again i keep saying for the time i understand because i remember at the time thinking viewing it more as i'm saying i want it to be but now just over time so so maybe it's just one of those like hindsight things of he should have done this now like 12 years later he should have well, i mean are you saying it's not the um <coughs> it's not the superhero movie we deserve but it's the superhero movie we need wait yeah. is that the thing no it's, it's not wait it's, not it's no it's what we need so it's not what we want is what we needed no it's deserved and oh yeah needed. It's the deserve and need are the two things. Okay, it's not what we deserve. Oh, I think it's not what we deserve. Deserves what we, what we needed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because you don't always deserve it, but it's like yeah. you need it. So is that what you're saying? It's not the huge superhero movie deserves. <coughs> that's the one we needed. Yeah, because I mean, <coughs> because yeah, I mean, I I don't have any. It's hard for me to judge a movie like that because it's so, it's so contextualized. Yeah. Um, and it's a sequel. Yeah. So even more so than just a, a random movie. Uh, but. <coughs> 
but but when when focusing on the good parts of it again um uh so focusing on the good parts again that the 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 scene with basically everything with the joker in it but but that scene where they go through the tunnel and are uh, that action scene you know with the car chase yeah where they he shoots the bazooka and then they come up and there's um they the helicopter they bring the helicopter down with that with the um cords or whatever that all that stuff again all that stuff looks so good that the cgi and all that looks so good and i know part of the reason is it's dark and no one keeps it really dark and hard to see but i just i don't understand when you watch newer superhero movies and i'm not saying the cgi is bad but it's just so obvious the whole time when and and you look at Nolan, it's not like Nolan had. I mean, he had a lot of money, but so did all the superheroes. Yeah. Um. And and there's just no comparison. Like you can watch this movie now. It's a, a movie that's 12 years old, and the CGI is not distracting at all. Yeah. Like the the when the Batmobile turns into the um. Uh. uh the motorcycle. It's it doesn't look bad at all. When the Batmobile smashes, <coughs> like or when they bring the helicopter and the helicopter crashes, it doesn't look bad. Yeah, like none of that looks bad, and it's all CGI, at least most of it. Yeah. But one thing Nolan said actually, I just listened to an interview with him, and he says he doesn't use green screens at all, and he's even said in Interstellar, he goes, "We never used a single green screen," which is pretty crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, he says we always have something. We always have something for the actors to look at, and then we'll go back and put. put Computer. yeah but he's like i don't like he goes it's it's awful for an actor to show up and have to work against a green screen yeah um <clears throat> yeah i try to think of things that i like about so i'm not just saying how because you know it's one of those things that you're always comparing <clears throat> relative to the ranking right so if it were like ranked like a five i would definitely say well here's all the good things but when it's yeah. ranked a nine you're like well, let me tell you why it's not a nine. Uh, <clears throat> but <clears throat> I really like the opening scene. I think the opening scene when they're like robbing the bank yeah. and <clears throat> and the whole because I think it's a good setup. I mean, it's a cool scene and basically how Joker makes everyone like kill each other mm -hmm. and then he kills a guy at the end. I, I think it's this really cool uh, <clears throat> thing to show kind of the way Joker is and how he works and kind of how how um. <clears throat> the oh what do you call it? the bad guys i guess in, in gotham city are and and how jokers like way smarter than them. i mean it sets up a cool thing and i like that and, <clears throat> and although like you know you talk about aaron eckhart maybe not being the greatest actor he there are some things about the two-face i like like when he gets in the car with uh, what's that guy's name like is it like Maroney or something Maroney. Maroney. i'm pretty sure it's Maroney. Yeah. um <clears throat> He, like, when he, like, flips the coin, I, I think I think the coin flipping thing is pretty cool because it does kind of create this this uh, feeling of, uh, yeah, he, he's basically like, I don't care. I'm just flipping a coin. You live or die. So it kind of adds this, like, excitement to it or this suspense to it <clears throat> that you're never sure, like, is he going to do it or is he not? And, and so I, I really like that. So, again... I, I think that, yeah, Christopher Nolan did cool things with the movie and, and you know, we talked about it. I think <clears throat> the main story and the main 
thing that's going around with Joker and, and Batman. I, again, when you look at the time, and I understand there's comics that have all done the same thing. But it, it just seems like at this point, at least for me, a lot of it's kind of played out. But again, you have to you have yeah. to try to <clears throat> rank it for its time. Um, and I think that's just the biggest thing when it comes down to it, is there's a lot of cool things. And I think Christopher Nolan always does, yeah, has 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 good things in his movies, and I I think he <clears throat> like you you know all the stuff you talked about, and I think certain scenes are really good, and I think uh you know it ended ended well. It, it just at the end of the day the superhero movies just have the hardest time staying relevant. And and I yeah. don't know I don't know if other people are going to feel the same, but I cuz I just feel like if people watch now are they going to still be like this is really good or are they just going to be like yeah, it's all right. Yeah, well I I think it, I think <clears throat> I I definitely think this movie will um be remembered in history as the Joker movie. Yeah, I like, mean it's Pledger still thing. it's still and, it, like and it was and it was certainly was helped by the fact that he died right after. Yeah. Um, but but I think I, I think when our kids or our grandkids watch the movie, they're gonna be like, I, I don't think they're gonna think the movie's very good, but they'll be like, Yeah, Keith Ledger did a good job. But like I said though, I think the movie is better than that. I mean, I like you were talking about with um Two Face, I, I think the what the Nolan brothers hit on with with having Two Face be kind of like because we, we, we have like the killing joke, right? We kind of yeah. already have this story of, of um Joker and Batman being two sides of the same coin of, of insanity. Yeah. But they kind of expanded it of bringing a literal coin in with with Two Face and having him be the their fight. Yeah. And they do they do it really well. And I feel like the movie comes to a natural, solid conclusion of Batman having to take the fall for him and Two Face as a as a serious real villain in the movie, but only being a villain for like just a very small part at the end. Yeah. Um. So I I feel like it, it's all there. It's just what yeah. It, it, the the issue is it, it has a foot in this comic book goofy world and a foot in in serious good filmmaking that I think Nolan does. Um. One thing I wanted to bring up though, um, because I don't know if you noticed, but there's so many problems. But uh, so the party scene when Joker shows up. Mm-hmm. And I like when he takes the person's drink and it all flies out of it. Yeah. He still tries to drink it. Um, but uh, yeah. that scene, so he goes in there and he, he's looking for Harvey Dent, right? And yeah. He's like, where's Harvey Dent? <clears throat> and then he, and then Batman shows up <clears throat> and he grabs um, whatever her face is, Gyllenhaal, and then he throws her out the window and Batman jumps and saves her, right? And they yeah. fall in the car and she's like, let's never do that again. And he's like, yeah. And then the scene's over, but Joker is... Still looking for Harvey Dent up in that room full of like a hundred people. Yeah. So does he just kill those people? Because I feel like the scene is like concludes with like, oh, she's safe, everything's okay, he yeah. saved the day. But he didn't do anything. Yeah. He just jumped out the window like, I'm assuming what would he do next? Be like, well, someone better tell me where Harvey Dent is, or I'm gonna kill him. Yeah. And it's just kind of like there's no natural. Conclusion. Well, it's like a thing is you get rid of. It almost seems like that was perfect for Joker. You get rid of yeah. Batman. Like you just got rid of him, and now you can say, okay, now where's Harvey Dent? And it's. <laughs> yeah. It's and, and it's like, yeah, it's like, I mean, you can go look places. I mean, he has other people with him. It's not like, but, but there's no, there's no <clears throat> scenario I can see now that Batman's gone that he wouldn't just kill all those people. Yeah. I mean, why, why wouldn't he? Yeah. I, I mean, know. just in, in context of the movie, he's killing everyone all the time. So 
or at least he would have his henchmen. I mean, just by kill these people, mm-hmm. I'm going to go, you know, look for Harvey Dent. So it's such a, it's weird that Nolan didn't even attempt to, like, like he could have grabbed Joker as he fell out the window too, and and like had, I don't know. But so the other thing um, I wanted to ask you about was, um, how did you feel about the conclusion of Joker's story in the movie itself? Because like, Joker just disappears <clears throat> from the third act. Yeah. Like, well, he gets caught. Over. Yeah, he gets, he gets caught, but you don't... It's just the end of him. Like, yeah. you don't... And it's weird because it almost is like <clears throat> Harvey Dent becomes the main character, and then the last scene, there's nothing... <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, I actually... I'm actually all right with that because I think... I almost feel like... You know, you talked about it's like two sides of the same coin. I almost feel like Joker's... <clears throat> just like all Batman's... Um, nemesis, 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 nemesis. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> he, they they all just play this role of of the opposition or the antagonist, right? <clears throat> Whereas I think the whole, uh, yeah, it's almost as if this thing of like Harvey Dent's, it's almost proving that like Joker isn't really the antagonist. That the antagonist is just, I don't know what you, how you put it, but the antagonist is, <clears throat> is more the idea or the mm-hmm. antagonist is a chaos. Whereas Batman's trying to, to be the organization, but he's not. So, so again, it is kind of this cool, it is this cool thing with like multiple layers where it's like, you want chaos, but Batman's kind of chaos, but it's like Joker says, it's like there's killing, but at least people know and they're familiar with Batman, even though he's not with a police force. So, so yeah, it's a, it's a thing of different, different things. So I'm all right, you know, kind of going back to the original question, I'm all right with taking Joker out of the end because I think Joker is just a representation of something that they just put in Harvey Dent in that same thing to try to fix it. I think that's an interesting way to look at it. I, I, uh, <clears throat> of him being more of, of, Joker being more of um, a uh, um, what's it called when something takes human form, um, but he's uh, just yeah, yeah. Or is that what you're trying to think of too? Um, yeah, but, I can't think of the name now. Incarnate? No. Well, I think Incarnate's where I don't think. But it anyway, is. but um, but he's just he's he's chaos uh, in human form, and so once Batman, once once the threat moves to Two Face. Batman literally and figuratively just disappears. Sorry, Joker literally and figuratively just disappears from the movie. Like he's just not an issue anymore. Yeah, and so I could. That's kind of an interesting way to look at it. Um, but that's what I said. I, I think there's more to this personification. Movie. Personification, yeah. I mean, that's or there's really... like an- there's um, anthropomorphism. <laughs> no, not anthropomorphism. I'm I'm thinking. I think. Yeah. Incarnation, yeah, incarnator, maybe that. Incarnate, maybe incarnate, I think yeah. is what I was thinking of. But anyway, <clears throat> but I, I think there is, like I said, the movie's right on the cusp of, because it has all those themes in it, right? The, the, yeah. the idea, like, I really like the idea that, like you were saying, it, the struggle here isn't isn't for crime. The struggle is almost enlightenment. Batman believes if people could see reality as it is, they would see that there's hope. Yeah, and Joker thinks that if people could see reality as it really is, they realize that nothing matters. Yeah. and so they're both trying to push Gotham to see to be enlightened in that in that reality. 
Um, which, again, going back to the killing joke, I'm assuming this is all kind of uh, drawn from that. <coughs> but, yeah, but like I said, but when you get to that boat scene at the end, it just doesn't quite hit. I mean, like, the... the the um the resolution i think is fine right that that the 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 black inmate with the goofy eye um throws that thing out the window and uh and you have like that whole scene is littered with like the actors i don't know why it's just weird yeah and i don't know why the guy has the crazy eye it makes the whole scene goofy like it, i anyway but but it just doesn't <clears throat> quite get it right like i think his other movies do yeah. Um, but I do. I like how they ended it with Joker. Going back to that point, because I think we never see where Joker comes from. We never know his past, and the movie ends with. I mean, obviously, we could just assume he, he went to Art Asylum, yeah. but you don't see it. We, we technically we don't know what his future is. Like again, he's this personification of of a force more than he is a person. And uh, and ending it in the way he did with his story, I think, is a good way to, to kind of end that. And I think it's better that he died. I don't know if Nolan would have brought, I mean, not like as a person, I feel bad for his you know, kids or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, Heath Ledger, I don't know if um, Nolan would have brought him back for another movie, but I think it's better that he just kind of disappeared from the series. Yeah. <clears throat> I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't be surprised if he came back just because of how, you know, big he was and whatever yeah. but as well, you said i mean <clears throat> yeah really scarecrow weird. yeah just like randomly it, it just like yeah that's what i thought was weird when scarecrow just kind of randomly showed up i was like i don't really get what the point of this was i don't know other than i think i, I maybe nolan's trying to show like the guys we think are the bad guys are nothing compared to this new guy yeah so like like even scarecrow who is the main bad guy is more like a street thug compared to what's coming, you know? Yeah. And I, I think that's what they're talking about. Yeah, it's possible. So I don't know. It just, <clears throat> again, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how much more I have to say about the movie. Yeah, I, I feel like we coming to a close. <clears throat> said it. So basically I'll say this. <clears throat> nine, especially nine average, is much too high for this movie, I think. Even even in context, what it is, because again, I said I watched it around a year after it came out, and I didn't love it. I still I wouldn't even rate it a nine at that time. I I didn't love it. I thought it was good and entertaining, but I and, and so <clears throat> I think it's much too high um, as a you know, thing. I I'd, I'd say some like seven, maybe even up to a seven point five, maybe average. I'd be all right with, but. <clears throat> Again, as I said at the beginning, Christopher Nolan has much better movies, and I think it's a, you know, travesty that this is higher than the rest of his movies when the rest of the movies are so good. Yeah, I, I I disagree. Well, I mean, okay, so as as a movie, just compared to you know, cinema and history, um, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely not up there. Um, but I would say as a superhero movie, it's still probably my favorite superhero movie. Uh, even though it has some low lows, um, Joker, I think is easily the best uh, villain in any superhero movie I've ever seen. Um, I like the action. I like the overall themes and stories that it brings in. It's not great. And, but I think to the movie for me personally and what it did 
for me when it came out and and the movies I was watching, um, it's always going to be. It's always going to be higher than if I just watched it randomly. And like you said, you didn't even like that much when it first came out, but I did. And so I think it's always going to be a movie that I really like, even if I get older and realize it's not that great. Yeah. Um. Uh. So to me, I if as superhero movies go, to me it's like a nine. Um. As just movies go, yeah, it's not nearly that high. I mean, like you said, I agree with you completely that Nolan, most of Nolan's movies are much better than this one. Um. Uh, well, now, as we're making this, there is a new move, new Batman movie with Pattinson that's supposed to be coming out next year or something, and um, potentially that could be better. I mean, it has a lot of good actors in it too. But yeah. but so far, I mean, the Joker—you didn't watch Joker the movie? No, I haven't seen Joker yet. And to me, that's a that's a really I really like that movie too. But um, I mean, it's hard for me. I, it's not a superhero movie. There's no superhero movie. No superhero in it. So. Yeah. <clears throat> But. Well, and it's like you said, I think the main reason why it's, yeah, it just can't be rated a nine. There's too many low parts. And, and to me, it's like the movies we've watched, which are, you know, like Godfather rated like nine, like Shawshank's like yeah, right up there. Definitely not. <clears throat> it's like, it's like those don't have low points. Those no. are just amazing. Like basically almost everyone in the movie is amazing. And this one's just like, you have Joker and you have some other people are doing pretty well, but it's like overall, there's too many low parts, too many parts. I'm kind of bored, and uh, yeah, to to be to be rated as like number four yeah. all time. This this movie is a yeah. Comparing it to these other movies we watched, which the, everything we've watched so far <coughs> are like masterpieces. Yeah, this thing is not a masterpiece, and it, it, I mean, it's just there's there's questionable editing, scenes that don't make any sense, lines that are poorly written bad acting all over the place but um like i said i mean i think it's as superhero movie go i think it's really good it has no business being in the top 100 anything yeah unless it's that list of superhero movies yeah um it doesn't have a it doesn't have any business being in the top 100 movies of all time and i i shouldn't but i mean maybe it should maybe for best acting performances yeah or best character in the movie did you ever see my left foot no has daniel day loose in it that's another movie where I feel like uh, the main character just outshines the movie he's in. Yeah. For different reasons. But that movie, I mean, he's like so good in the rest of the movie I felt like him for. But um but yeah, I I, I <clears throat> like I'm happy I watched it again though. I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah. Well I'm happy I watched it again too because I thought maybe it was just my age and the time that I thought like maybe I'll like it more now, but again, it just kinda outdated a little bit and but, you know, it is what it is. I'm happy I watched it again. I definitely didn't, like, dislike it, so I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm just, like, hate the movie. But, again, it's just when, you, when you're comparing it to saying it's the fourth best movie ever, it's rated 9 on IMDb. I mean, that's just high, and it makes me have to have to humble it a little bit. Yeah. Have to humble that. Yeah, Nolan needs to be humbled a little bit. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> I think, uh, are we, anything you want to say? I don't think so. The next movie we're watching is number five on the list. Um, It's 12 Angry Men. has an 8.9. Neither of us have seen it. Yeah, never. So I'm excited because I've always heard about it. Yeah, I I definitely want to see it. Yeah, so. so. It's it's old. It's like in the 50s, right? Uh, 57, yeah. Yeah, so So. I'm kind of expecting it not to be the most exciting movie, but, you know. Yeah, I'm going in with pretty low expectations. Yeah, so. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see. All right, well. Hopefully you enjoyed it, and hopefully you listen next time. See you later.